Welcome to the Fed Heads, a weekly podcast from Grant Thornton Public Sector. Join the Fed Heads, Robert Shea and Francis Rose, each week to talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Welcome to episode 41. I'm Francis Rose. And I'm Robert Shea. We're doing this again? I tell you this every time you bring it up. You keep inviting me back. I'm going to keep showing up. I know, but this is another year. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. Thank you for continuing with year two of FedEds. I, I honestly, when you, this was your idea, and I honestly thought when you first said we're thinking about doing this and we would like you to be a part of it, I thought, well, this is kind of a goof and it'll be fun. And you said, let's set it up for a year. And and I thought, yeah, they'll he'll get, you know, eight or ten episodes into this and get sick of me and or get sick of the concept of doing it, and that'll be that. And it turns out, here we are a year later, ready to go gangbusters into year two of FedHeads. We're sort of obligated to do it because do it of the audience we've uh, created. There's, I mean, uh, there's got to be tens dozens, of people. Dozens, dozens, So I want to take a moment as we talk about the potential dozens of people. We have both experienced connections with people in the audience that that's something i really like to encourage for 2019 you we had the young man who connected with you on linkedin who has since applied for a job at grant thornton and says he wants to come work at grant thornton because of the podcast well whatever it takes and i told you i think a month or so ago about the gentleman that came up to me at the presidential rank awards and had I don't even know if he has any idea I do a television show, but he said, hey, I love the FedHeads podcast. I listen to it every week and take the ideas to work. So one of the things that I want to do in 2019 is encourage more of that. So you're on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. Yep. We're easy to find. That's right. uh, So people could send us messages that way. And I'm on Twitter, at FRoseDC. And you're on Twitter. At Robert J. Shea. Right. And uh, our email addresses are available. You, uh, mine's francis at francisrose.com. So pretty much however people want to get a hold of us, they can get a hold of us. And But it'd be great to have like a mailbag. Yeah, we, we on, do. On we FedHeads. Do. We would love to hear from you. Any ideas are uh, yep. gratefully accepted. So I'll look forward to that. How great would a mailbag be on FedHeads? It would be great. That would be It'd pretty be spectacular. Would, a physical mail. We not. We got to get a physical mailbag. One of those big canvas yeah, things. Exactly. Yeah. We can pull out the one. Uh huh. I, I guess we're not encouraging snail mail. But it does well, mean we should do a. Well, if you have a mailing po- address, I think that'd be fine. But yeah. I don't know if anybody would do it. That's right. But we do need to do a postal episode this year, maybe. That's fine. Yeah. Arcana. Uh huh. Big time. Uh, speaking of Arcana, one of the greatest, um, I guess, uh, opponents of Arcana is the shutdown. Right. No, no arcana happening if people aren't working. That's right. One of the things that I do think is important to note, and I wish that some of my friends in the broader general interest media would stop and think about it for a minute, it's a partial government shutdown. 75% of the government is funded and working. And I say that to in no way denigrate the people who are not working, uh, government employees and contractors who are finding all kinds of challenges because of the shutdown. But 
Our leadership got so much of the budget done this year, so much more than they've done in the past. Yeah. They've snatched defeat from the, <laughs> from jaws, the jaws of, of victory, victory by shutting down this uh, remaining smaller portion of the government. So close. So close. But the fact of the matter is 25% of the government is closed. 75% is open. For the people that are open, it's a disservice, I think, to focus, as most folks are, only on what's going on in the shutdown because the people who are working at the Defense Department and the people who are working at the Department of Veterans Affairs and so on still are going about their jobs every day, and they still can use help and guidance and knowledge and wisdom about how to achieve the missions of their organizations as they continue on. I agree, though what's the storyline there? Defense Department, open today. No, I I understand that. that. It's hard to... Uh, look away from the train wreck that is the rest of the government that's not open. Oh, I'm not suggesting that. I'm just I'm just suggesting... God bless the people who are coming to work every day. Yeah. And there's the essential folks, the, the, the folks... exempt. Exempt uh, yes. individuals who are keeping the lights on at those agencies that are close. Those are, that's not an inconsequential number. No, I understand. Uh, men, many thousands of people um, are impacted by the shutdown, but those who are coming to work every day are doing an incredible service and and pretty much with both hands tied behind their backs. I don't think it's the ideal role of this podcast to try to figure out next steps or what the solution is or all. There's a million places you can go on cable television or read on the Internet about what the possible outcomes are. What I think is useful to think about, though, Robert, is at some point in time the shutdown will end, and at some point in time – all of those people will have to go back to work, and all of those managers will have to turn the lights on again, essentially, start up over again. And the longer it goes on, the harder that job becomes, doesn't it? It does. It does. And if you look at it from a government contractor perspective, which I know most people don't, but Grant Thornton has contracts that can't be performed against during the shutdown. When the lights come back on, we've got to catch up and do that work, though we won't get reimbursed for the time we had to stop work. Mm-hmm. And what happens if the contract ends before we completed the work required under the contract? Um, and what about agencies that uh, have deadlines? That that Are, are those deadlines going to be extended? Does all of the work of government get pushed beyond those dates? The budget is due to the Congress in February. One of the things that I find underreported, which is why we exist, is um, looking under the hood of how these things operate. It's ironic that though the government was shut down, people may have had to do more work in the holidays than they otherwise would have Mm -hmm. because somebody had to come in and actually shut the government down. People had to come to work who weren't otherwise planning to come to work to get instructions on what to do, who was and who was not exempt, um, and and the frantic counting of the amount of money that agencies have left over to spend uh, to extend their ability to work as far beyond the um, uh, the date of the shutdown as possible that that requires real work. It's very stressful, and you don't want to get it wrong. No, that's for sure. Um, what? should people be thinking about who are in that position, who are going to have to turn everything back on at some point? They're not supposed to be working. They're not supposed to be 
doing anything associated with their jobs. But I mean, I think we all know that's yeah. These are some of the hardest working, most responsible people who who come to work to serve the public. I think you need to figure out how you're going to get done the work that didn't get done during the period the government was shut down. Grants, contracts, major projects, uh, benefit payments, all uh, in, you know, tax tax uh, processing, all of those things. We need to figure out how we're going to um, double down and get a lot of that work done in a much shorter period of time to make up for the time lost during the shutdown. It's a blessing that it happened during the holidays. Now, as you see in many reports, uh, the impact is going to grow day by day. One of the places that it's going to be most pronounced and where I think people will start to feel it more quickly than anybody expected is the Internal Revenue Service. Tax filing season is supposed to start any day now, and there are questions about, well, only about, I think the number I saw was 12% of the IRS workforce is exempt. Everybody else is home. And that includes a lot of people who would be processing returns. They'll bring people in if they need to, and who, the people that are exempt today won't necessarily be exempt. That's gonna, but this is just piling on to a really difficult mess. Um, Chronically understaffed agency as it is yeah, that cannot focus its resources adequately to recover the amount of money actually owed the United States. This is going to have a real impact on the amount of revenue the government collects this year. Um, and so that's, that is an uncalculated part of the cost of a government shutdown. Is it even calculatable, I wonder? No, I, no. I, I mean, we spend five years calculating the tax gap, the amount of money that goes uncollected. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to be able to see the impact of this anomaly, I don't think. Is it possible to figure out how much a shutdown costs? Is there a way to put a number on it? I wonder if there was a number, if there would be some incentive in the negotiation process, in the political negotiation process, to say, well, if we're negotiating about this much and the alternative is a shutdown that costs this much, because right now I'm not sure there's a number. There are estimates. When we uh, recommended the president uh, give federal employees a holiday, we had to include in the memorandum recommending it an estimate of what closing the government on that day would cost. Back in the day... (laughs) Um, it was around like $350 million. It's got to be more than that. I think the shut cost of a, a daily shutdown to uh, is considerably less um, than that, but it's not inconsequential. And, of course, we're talking about not one day. Mm-hmm. We're talking about, you know, two weeks now. Yeah, we're into the two- to three-week range here before too long. Um, I know for the people who are not in the room, which is everybody except us, <laughs> um, that you were – Curiously shaking your fist at the sky when you said that in my day. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Get off my lawn. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, much that's it. Um, all right. Just, I'm not feeling self-conscious about my age, though. Don't, no, don't I, mistake that. Oh, no. Yeah. I would have never right. assumed that because that's not how you roll. Um, is there? There's no good outcome here, is there? Is there? I mean, I just had this discussion with somebody the other day. There's the relief when the government opens. Well, that's, that's true. The best outcome is not necessarily good, you know? Right. It's true. It's true. It's just better than the others that all also stink. That's right. So I, I also, you know, the we we don't talk about these things on this podcast, but the politics of this thing I was reading that the this is really a political debate that is going on that Democrats should agree 
there's probably some rational amount of money that could be usefully spent to uh, um, strengthen uh, the border. Mm -hmm. And um, the president probably agrees there are parts of the southern border that won't ever see anything resembling the wall that's been proposed. Um, So it really is uh, almost a purely political debate uh, that the pride is preventing each side from seeding. Hopefully that ends sometime soon, and we can talk about other kinds of arcana. And have guests who actually work for the federal government. Right. That's another challenge, is that 25% of your potential guest um, audience goes right out the window during something like this. It's great to see you, though, my Good friend. to see Happy you. Happy New ha- Year. Happy New Year. And uh, by the way, already have a new follower on Twitter. Wow. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. People. That's great. People One. digging it. We need a bell. All right, there you go. Thank you, my friend. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Good to see you. Thanks for listening to The Fed Heads, brought to you by Grand Thornton Public Sector. All of the resources talked about during the episode are available in the episode description. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on Twitter at GT Public Sector to join the conversation. And don't forget to leave us a comment or review on iTunes or the Google Play Store.